All right. Good morning, everybody. Happy Sunday to you. Welcome to Coffee Break. Uh, I am Spencer Campbell, aka Gila RPGs. Uh, every Sunday, I sit down with friends, fantastic people in the indie RPG scene, and we just share a coffee or a drink or whatever and chat about whatever is exciting for us uh, going on right now. Uh, this week, I am joined by the stylish, the incredible, the the fighting machine, Nick Butler. Nick. Would you mind introducing yourself to folks? Hey, what is good, chat? It's your boy. Follow my blade. I'm too cool for coffee. I got my boathouse right here. We're going to have some fun today. Let's get it. <laughs> Wait, what's boathouse? I don't know what boathouse is. Yo, it's um, it's like a milkshake. Oh, okay. Kinda. Sick. Very cool. Yeah, it's like mad healthy. It's <laughs> like a juice smoothie. I should, I should probably do something like that, but I'm just going to drink black coffee i ain't, I ain't drinking my... it for the health reasons uh, i ain't gonna hold you <laughs> I, I i took it because it was in the fridge and i was like i like mango and i asked my missus could i have it and she was like yeah and i was like bet i'm about to drink this on stream so there we, we go, go. <laughs> now you just got to get that boathouse sponsorship that's the next thing so you get that that connection hey hey if y'all watching this for some reason holla at me boathouse groove tiebreaker let's go okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that shit would go hard. Like, That'd be like pretty that cool. name? <laughs> That's not bad. That's not bad. That's a cool name, yo. Like, <laughs> Boathouse Groove, put the little TM on that joint. <laughs> nah, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That, that's the, um, they ain't got the TM. They got the registration. That's a little R in the side. Oh, they get the R. Okay. Yeah. I like the TM better. Yeah, I'm saying, right? <laughs> More protections. I don't know anything about <laughs> anything, but yeah, that's how, that's don't, how don't right. take anything we say as legal advice chat. I'm the last person you should ask for legal advice on like IP and stuff like that. So yeah. Uh, chat, yeah. Chat's going to come through and get sued and be like, follow my blade got me fucked up. <laughs> that Nick, he told me, he told me, uh, well, hell yeah, Nick. Uh, it's great to like actually, like sit down and chat with you and you know because i know you through twitter i always like to think about like when i first got to know somebody or something like that and i got to know you because of tidebreaker which you mentioned before so and you've got the awesome hat on uh the tidebreaker yeah, we hat got, we got merch i'm not selling enough of these beans you see this shit fit fit right like this looks smart i look good in this shit i actually y'all could look good too i'm in, I'm, I'm in the market <laughs> as, as a as a guy who doesn't have a lot of hair going up here i always could use a new beanie so i think i'm gonna have to check one out because yeah yo beanies are where it's at we got fitted cats too wait what kind of hat is that oh a fitted it's like a baseball cap oh a fitted yeah, yeah okay like uh yeah. Yeah, yeah gotcha yeah yeah, yeah. That would be cool. I gotta get a beanie for sure because it's just... actually nah. They ain't fitted. They're, they're 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 snapbacks. Okay, okay. I would be spending way too much money to be getting my fuckies fitted. That's yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> that's a real investment in the merch the merch realm. There, I'm uh I'm, just... I'm gonna get a beanie. I'm gonna get a beanie. It's Chicago winter right now, so it's cold. I need I need something on my poor shiny skull. Hmm. Uh oh hell yeah. Jeremy Gage of the Draw Your Dice or Have You Played This Podcast is here. He says we're his two favorite people in the combat genre. Hell yeah. Hey, what up, Jeremy? I've been on his show too. That was Jer a fun ass time, yo. Jeremy's awesome. This, yo, this man does his motherfucking homework. Right? Like, 
like Holmes had my whole rap sheet. I think it did like a background check on me and shit. <laughs> Pulled up I my know. credit history. <laughs> Knows the last uh, three places that you had lived. To, had had this had the sheet looking up like, damn, seven hundred plus, not bad. <laughs> <laughs> pretty good, pretty good. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, Jeremy is an absolute amazing person to talk to, and yeah, it's like wildly smart knows like knows the ins and outs of how to run an interview and i just kind of sit here and i go like oh uh games are fun tell me about games uh so it's very yeah, yeah. i always knows this shit yo yeah like, if i ever start doing interviews on the other end i about to just study homes real quick yeah that that's one of my favorite podcasts and i my favorite thing about jeremy's podcast is that he started it because he wanted to learn how to do game design. So he like designed, he just started interviewing designers so that he could become a better designer. And it like blossomed out into this thing that became like an awesome resource for anybody who's interested in design. Um, it's Yeah, it's cool. yeah. We had a good chat about some game dev shit. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, well, speaking of like game devs and spe- specifically Tidebreaker, because you got the beating on, you mentioned it earlier. On the insane chance that somebody at home doesn't know what Tidebreaker is, please, can you just, like, give a quick rundown of what Tidebreaker is so that folks at home would know what it is? Tidebreaker, soon to be open source. Come hack my shit. <laughs> I'm saying I got a whole system to help you do it kind yes. of shit. Anyway, but, yeah, that don't, that don't tell you what it is. But, yeah, Tidebreaker, cinematic, tabletop, action role-playing, collaborative world-building, Lightning fast, tactical, tactical. Know what I'm saying? Like we, it's a game that promotes its players. You know what I'm saying? Like you get on the table on a tiebreaker and you make somebody crack up, you gonna get bonus dice. And I know motherfuckers like to roll a lot of dice. So come play my shit. Feel good about yourself. Keep it heroic. Know what I'm saying? That's tiebreaker. <laughs> God, what an in- like what a ridiculously good pitch that is. What a ridiculously good pitch. I do want to talk about the open source stuff eventually, just because I'm super into it. But like you, I I know. The, the reason I'm super excited about Tidebreaker and, and all the stuff you're doing is because you lean into that, like, let's just have fun. Let's make this stylish. Let's make this fast. Let's make this freaking fun. And, like, Tidebreaker is is that. And I'm – and um, I'm because you, you mentioned, like, a lot of things. Like, fast, fun, mm-hmm. stylish combat, but also, like, collaborative world building, but also, like – like supporting the players themselves instead of like supporting the characters like those are three really cool things that i want to talk about let's talk about stylish combat because you like you you like uh fighting games right like i've seen you talk a lot hell about yeah games. oh you know it i know yeah, street fighter for life baby let's go <laughs> is street fighter your is street fighter your favorite yeah yeah um it's been it's always a heads up between um Street Fighter and Soul Calibur, but okay. Like, I've been leaning more back to Street Fighter lately because it's like people don't really play Soul Calibur. So, I so like as a spectator, it's yeah. kind of like I'd be on YouTube and you don't really see Soul Calibur on VODs. You know what I mean? Mm. The last time I played Soul Calibur was uh, uh probably four? PlayStation Two, right? <laughs> <laughs> Because everybody that... I talked to was like, yeah, Soul Calibur 2. That was the joint. <laughs> I, I played the one where they added Link to the game. 
That's the one that that's I... Soul Calibur too. All right, there we go. That's that's my last Soul Calibur. Hit you, experience. hit you with the whole JoJo's. Like I know what you're gonna say before you say it, kind of shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's the last Soul Calibur I played. Um, I did play a lot more Street Fighter growing up. Uh, I played with my cousin, and he would just beat my ass again and again and again, uh, and I never got good. I was, I'm a. Uh, Admittedly, I'm just a button masher, Nick. I, I, I'm so bad at having the patience to learn <laughs> to actually play the game. Yo, I tell I tell people like it's 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 like you gotta just have fun while learning. Mm. You know what I mean? Like it's it's one of them it's one of them uh, hobbies where it's just like the beauty is the progression. Oh, that's cool. You know what I'm saying? So it's, like, it's like the same thing as like playing like League or Magic. Yeah. You know, like you just find new stuff and you just go, oh shit, that works. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? I my like the the game that I got competitive in was was StarCraft. I was a huge StarCrafter. So totally different genre, but I understand that idea now when you pitch it that way of like having fun with the progression and like when you suddenly realize like a build timing works and you're like oh there's a five second window suddenly where i can just demolish this opponent because like i've got my build ideally put together like that's pretty cool that's pretty cool yeah that's fighting games in a nutshell like you just gotta like look at them it's like this is it's not really about the victories at first you know what i'm saying it's just about growing you know what i mean it's like you you land that one combo in trial mode and you're like, damn, I did it. And then, like, you practice it a couple of more times, and you're just like, wow, I can land that consistently, like, in the lab. And right. then after a while, you're like, I land this, like, whenever you fuck up in a match. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like, don't don't jump. Right. <laughs> I'm about to hit you for a quarter of your life bar. Don't do it. <laughs> you know? But, like, it's, it's like steps to the growth. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and that's the fun part. Like, you could start off by just saying, like, you know what? If he jumps, I'm going to uppercut him. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> right. every time. And right. then, like, that uppercut could just be, like, you're down hard punch or something like that. Mm. Like, you're just a little bow. But then after a while, you're like, okay, I got the inputs on my DP right. About the shore you can his ass every time. <laughs> like, don't jump. Right. <laughs> like, you better stay on the ground. We boxing. Ain't none of that acrobatic shit in this house. <laughs> 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 There's a lot of yeah. love for Voldo in chat right now. How do you feel about Voldo? Is Voldo yo, the real weird one? Like yo, the real creepy? Yeah, that's yeah, like, yeah. The dude yeah. that be crawling yeah. on his back and shit. Yo, my uncle um, is actually one of the dudes that got me in the Soul Calibur because I came to his house when he was first dating my auntie because he's my uncle-in-law, right? Um, like 20-some-odd years ago. So this is like Soul Blade. Okay. not even caliber right um and he like did his grab and voldo's grab like he like violates you yes bro. i remember that <laughs> like he puts you on his lap and just starts thrusting you until you like pop up off of him and i was like motherfucker he did not just rape me it's and so i was it's like intense. i will i will avenge myself i came back like five years later from labbing whooped his ass <laughs> uh so that was like my little soul caliber revenge story but that voldo voldo traumatized me yo There's a... and, and then and then the fucked up thing was my little brother got in the soul caliber started maining voldo 
and was whooping my ass too. Right. And I was like, the cycle so repeats. Like, yo, the Voldo matchup is something I have an intimate familiarity with because of that. Yeah. So every time I seen a Voldo in ranked, I was like, you and me, you're going to pay for this. <laughs> I've you got the wrong I, character. I've got <laughs> decades of of baggage here. Decades that I'm take of out on beating you. just you. <laughs> like, and you picked like nightmare or some shit. Like, I'd have been, you would have wrecked, wrecked me. But Voldo, nah. It's like I was born like to the beat you. Fucking superpower, evil side, like Ichigo Kurosaki, mass down kind of shit. I was like, <laughs> I'm like, I ain't want to go hollow, but. <laughs> I love this. Now we both blind because I pulled my hat over. My eyes. <laughs> Me and Voldo. <laughs> There's a great uh, so Dino Fuzz in chat says you can't have a conversation with Nick without him re- uh, making you realize that fighting games are a real metaphor for life, which feels I'm I'm getting that real quick here. After just a couple of minutes, I'm like I feel like I understand Nick as a person. I understand life better now that I understand fighting games. <laughs> Fighting games are life, yo. Like, like if if I do anything as a TTRPG designer, it's to get y'all nerds to play Street Fighter. Is that the goal? <laughs> that the goal? <laughs> so that you can whoop all of our asses time and time again once we get No, off. I want y'all to beat me. I'm bored. Oh, <laughs> all right. You're looking for the challenge. Like, like the, 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 thing, the thing about it is that um, you get to a point where, like, you don't really have even matches anymore. Mm. You're either getting like stomped by people that like no life the game, or you're beating scrubs. Right. I.e. Ivan Silver, and and ranked. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like once you hit silver, it's just kind of like, man, like everybody like doesn't know how to play the game, or is like on this shit every goddamn day. Mm. You know, and yeah. they're like smurfing. Like, I'm either getting smurfed or noobed. Like, it's just like, oh, I just want, like, good matches. Right. Like, <laughs> well, I can't promise I'll be that for you anytime soon, but I maybe I will uh, go try out uh, Street Fighter after this and just get my ass yeah. for a little while. Yeah, man, like, Street oh. Fighter 5, like, $10 right now. All right, that's not bad. That's not bad. Yeah, like, go get it. Is it? But we got a, we got a whole Discord of just, like, RPG dudes. Is it, play Street Fighter. is it cross-platform? <laughs> Do I need to, like... Okay, cool. Excellent. So I can just get it on. PS4 it. and Steam. Like, okay. you could go back and forth on them. Right on. Yeah. Okay. All right. I need something. Yo, Capcom, sponsor me. Yeah. Fuck. Wait a minute. <laughs> I'm shilling. I'm shilling for y'all. You need, you need this, like, smoothie sponsorship. You need the Capcom sponsorship. Bolt House, Capcom, Tidebreaker. Know what I'm saying? What a powerful... Like, i can't wait for capcom to make a video game about boathouse that's that's the next that's the next connection capcom Capcom makes like a a a video game about fucking smoothies and shit it could happen right that's 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 what we're making happen here we're making a powerful triangle (laughs) Uh, smoothie sean saves the world I, I I could see boat boathouse being like the go to cafe that shows up in like the next Persona game. Like we were hanging out. I know out there's, I know there's a I know there's an artist in this stream right now getting ready to draw Spoofy John. It can happen. 
It could happen. It should happen. Like, I, I called it. I called it. When you're done, you tag me on Twitch because I gave you the idea. <laughs> <laughs> so you've obviously played fighting games. I mean, games. not Twitch, Twitter. Twitter, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Go on, no, I get it. Yeah. You, so you've played fighting games a long time. And, like, so what, what inspired Tidebreaker for you? Because obviously, like, uh, fighting games inspired it. Was it like a... For you, was it like no game out there was doing what you wanted with combat and you were like, I got to like fix this, like I got I to do this? Or was it like, or was it just something totally different for you? All right, hold up. Dino Fuzz, you still in the chat? You, you, you got to tell me, I can't see the chat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, the last thing Dino Fuzz says is uh, I can count on one hand the number of times where I've beaten Nick. Uh, Ask him... Do I do the smudgy story or no? Uh, Dinofuzz is here, so they have yeah. heard the question. I will let you know what they say. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm put it on him. Okay, like specifically, that's my that's my bestie in real life. Oh hell yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, I think there's like a slight delay between when we say things. When yeah, it's like things. it's like ten fifteen seconds, yeah. right? So, but by the time they hear, hear us we'll do this explanation, he should have heard us ask the question. Hopefully. Pretty much. <laughs> hopefully. Yeah, that's I mean, the goal, at least. But we're filling the air perfectly. Find out, find out Holmes went to the bathroom and he's just sitting here awkward. Right. <laughs> like, does he tell this munchy story? Find out next time when Spencer does another interview <laughs> with somebody else. <laughs> Uh, the smunchy story is all right. Wax poetically about why you did it, though, is what Dino Fuzz says. Challenge accepted. Okay, smunchy story. Um, so, once upon a time, when Nick was a much younger and even more dope game designer, I've gotten less dope over the years. <laughs> yeah, it happens. It's age, you know. Like, <laughs> um. I was in a particular Discord server that was for the R slash RPG design community. Mm. And um, I was doing something called, uh, what would we call it at first? It was called Composure. Separate story for that. I'll get to that later. Because um, lots of name changes later, it became something else. And then I dropped it. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, but I was doing my thing. Everybody was all like arguing about D and D and their like little shitty like knockoff versions of it. Like not even like like OSR doing their own thing. Community is just like I'm literally just going to make D and D but do it better. Right. Like the heartbreaker. Yeah, bad heartbreakers. Right. And it was just like heartbreaking to watch because <laughs> like they would never come to the realization that this was a heartbreaker that they were making. They were like just still at that like yeah I got it. I'm like no, but your games are whack. You're all whack, except for like um, a couple of people. One of them, uh, uh, my man's my man's Blue Tuesdays, mm. uh, who will come up later in this story. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Actually, a <laughs> uh, couple of people were standouts, like exceptions to that rule, right? But a lot of folks were just kind of doing the same old same old shit. And then there was a lot of folks just yelling at them for doing the same old, same old shit. Mm. But, like, 
I'm going to do this in a negative context because it's more interesting and Twitter likes outrage. So, <laughs> so take my story with a lot of salt. <laughs> um, you know, not a grain, just the whole shaker. Right. Dump it out. <laughs> screw off the cap. Yeah, just dump it out. Throw it behind you. Like, repel some ghosts. You know, just use my story to keep your house haunt free. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I ended up meeting Smudgy. Um, Smudgy is the CEO of Smudgy Games. And at the time, he was hiring some uh, college kid to uh, write his flagship game, Paths, Worlds of Adia which is pretty cool. It's a pretty cool game. Mm. At the time, though, it wasn't because that kid was whack. <laughs> um, and like I saw these rules and I was like, wow, I could definitely do better than this. Right. And he was like, word, show me. <laughs> and I was like, Smachi, you're white. I'm supposed to be Morpheus. You need to show me your Kung Fu. Mm. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, damn, Neo, trying to flip the script on me? What's <laughs> wrong with you? <laughs> uh, but, like, what ended up happening is that I was like, look, man, give me a month, and I'll um, I'll put out a prototype for the dopest game that you've done seen. And if you don't believe me, ignore me. But if you do, you got to hire me to finish it. And he was like, okay, cool. And so I came out a month later with the prototype for Tidebreaker. At the, um, at the time, though, we had called it Octane. Okay. Um, which ended up being taken by another another designer who made, like, this really neat twisted metal RPG. Oh, hell yeah. With that name. So I don't remember who it was, but like if you Google the Octane RPG, you'll find the Twisted Metal game that that guy did, which ended up, which turned out being pretty cool. Um, but I was like, shucks. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, golly, Willikers, I'm going to have to change this name one day. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this much ended up hiring me for that. <laughs> nice. And then like, I want to say like a year later, uh, I ended up with the Tidebreaker Alpha. We were like, I want to say like 100 pages in at that point. Um, probably like 75 to 100 but we we had the core system like completely done um but what ended up happening is that smudgy took off with uh his card game fray which is also based off the um off the past universe mm -hmm. and um oh his name is like Moriai or something i can never pronounce that like uh but the guy that made fray it's a beautifully simple game mm. um it's it's got like kind of like like a love letter kind of vibe oh. and sort of like in like in terms of simplicity but the mechanically it's nothing like love letter it's it's more of like a like a really stripped down magic kind of shit if i recall oh i get it it's been that. a long time since i looked at fray but um uh, but i saw it i was like wow this is cool like that that'll take off um but so yeah, he ended up doing Frey, he ended up doing a bunch of shit with Pass, and then he found um then he found Blue Tuesdays. Um, because I was like, yo, have you not seen this kid? Mm. And Smushy was like, I'm a busy guy, I do business and stuff, like IRL. Um, and I was like, Smunchy, stop hiring him. What are you doing? Like, it's easy money. The nigga draws his own shit. <laughs> and he was like, Easy money. Good point. <laughs> uh, 
it's it's so he he ended up hiring Blue Tuesdays. Um, and this kid is mad talented, and they they ended up um, working together to to come up with parslings. Oh, and, uh, okay. Yeah, parslings is fucking beautiful. Like yeah. I have a copy right here. It's gorgeous. Ugh. I remember. It's like I haven't even opened it yet, but like, look at that cover art. It's really gorgeous. I re- I remember like, seeing this like, shit. It's, this it's, shit is fucking pretty, dude. Yeah, it uses cards, right? Yeah, it's like a deck building game that's also a tabletop RPG. Like right. the, it, mechanically, it's very interesting. Um, like like I said, I haven't done a deep dive into it yet, but like like Leo was working on the game back when we were in the Discord together. So that mm. was like years ago. Um, so like I was seeing it as it was developing. Right. Like I, I will probably like definitely this weekend actually just do a deep dive into parcelings in the sense I don't just drop the ball like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But shout out to Blue Tuesdays. Like he's a good friend of mine. He he helped me a lot um during the development of Tidebreaker by just keeping my head on straight for the most part. Yeah. Um yeah, you know. But uh like yeah, he's a cool dude. Uh but Wow, like I have my mind just completely blanked because I was like so busy like fucking like pitching Leo. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, I was telling the Tidebreaker story. <laughs> yeah, like I want like like I how like Tidebreaker gets like inspired because somebody like you you basically say like I can write something really awesome and I like I'll I'll take on that challenge. And like is this being inspired by or like is it is the thing that you're making because you're like somebody want like you want to prove that you can make something really cool to this spongy guy or is it like you're playing all these fighting games and you're like i want to capture fighting games and bring it to like the tabletop space because like but that's what it is for th- me i want to bring yeah. video games to the tabletop space because i'm obsessed yeah. with video games the funny thing is it was more like um i was trying to sneak in the street fighter bits <laughs> <laughs> because I don't know if you're aware, but tabletop nerds don't tend to be really confident about fighting game stuff. Mm. And like almost every time you mention this shit on Twitter, people are like, <gasps> "But buttons and combinations and no." That's me. I'm scared. Me- there's mechanics. <laughs> I also hate game mechanics, and the whole genre is defined by them. <gasps> <laughs> ah, get it away <laughs> and so and so i'm like no 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 it's fine it's there's just tidbits it's mm. like homages it's not actually street fighter it's right. a good narrative game with light <laughs> rules you can ease into it it's okay it's good don't be let okay. it scare you <laughs> You know, and so it's like I, I find myself a lot of the time when I mention fighting game shits in uh, re- regards to tabletop RPGs, I have to like convince people that I am that I'm not putting homework on them. Yeah. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Because like there's negative connotations with with the fighting game genre. You know what I mean? So it's like, well, because it's, tend... it's one that you get better at, right? Like that's the whole thing. Yeah. It's, it's like something that you like. You literally go into like the lab and train, like, and get your like mechanically perfectly well-tuned machine which is like something 
a lot of us who yeah. just play the imagination it, space are like, I, that's scary to me. I don't, I don't want to yeah, practice. Yeah, I don't blame them. That's a completely <laughs> valid concern. It's like, I don't want to play a tabletop RPG to be competitive in, like, training at it. Mm. I just want to grab the mechanics and tell stories about punching Nazis out of windows. <laughs> and I am here to assure you, you can do that. You do not have to train to play Tidebreaker. It's a Hell very yeah. simple dice system. Like, you basically go, oh, hey, look, a three. I didn't get a success on that. But anything above that three, you get a success. It's a die pool system. If you've played World of Darkness or any of their games, it's the same thing. Yeah. Like, I promise you. That's like, awesome. I've done, like, small, like, variations on it with how explosions and rerolls and shit works. But, like, it's it's a die pool system with, like, a a la carte ability thing. Like, if you've seen, like, mutants and masterminds mm. or heroes or champions shit like that it's that without the math yes <laughs> yes like that's that's what i want to talk about is like that without the math so like because when i think about tidebreaker and like the pitch that you gave in the beginning it is about like fast and stylish combat right so like for for so many games that are combat focused that can mean like a lot of math. It can mean like a lot yeah, of like steps it's... and it's very procedural and like it feels totally devoid of like the fast flow of like a fighting game when you watch that sort of thing. So like how do you like for you, what is like fast combat mean? And it doesn't have to be like mechanically, but just like what does that feel like to you in in like a tabletop space? Well, it's just gotta be like the combat is not lasting like an hour per turn yeah <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> it's like you, you play trad games and they're like okay so i did all of that to swing and probably miss mm -hmm. or i'm a spellcaster and i swung and ended the combat because i put everybody to sleep right because your spell description took too goddamn long not because you cast sleep <laughs> <laughs> uh no 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 i'm kidding but yeah uh you because you actually cast sleep um right. and it ends the combat you know it's like you do one of the others because control control spells are really good in in tra trap games but like like it takes a really long time to resolve yeah really <laughs> long time <laughs> because like you, you cast that sleep spell and no matter how fast you are like if you're casting at multiple targets that's multiple will saves right you know, or forts or whatever, right? Um, and Tidebreaker is just kind of like, did you hit the number? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So it's like, you don't really have those defense rolls. Right. Um, but, like, you can do those defense rolls for pretty much anything else, like, when, you, when it, but it's on your turn. That's and cool. that defense roll is also tied into your counterattacks and stuff. Um, so it's like if you're familiar with Borderlands, yeah. um, where like you know, like when you get shot up in Borderlands and you go down on one knee, yeah, and then like you shoot some mook in the face and you're like, ha, 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 I love violence, <laughs> and then you're back up again because that's how Borderlands dudes get up, right? Um, uh, but yeah, Tidebreaker's health system works exactly like that. Oh, um, yeah, so like down to the health system, down to just every per per turn interaction. It comes down to a single dipole, you describing this amazing thing you did, and then getting some cool effects out of it. All right. Um, 
And that's that's where it's all particularly faster than a lot of other games mm. with a combat focus. Like it's never going to be fast as like a like a PBTA game where it's just kind of like I, I rolled a 12, mm. give me my extra effects, and then the popcorn initiative shit that most of those games do like yeah. bounces off in the next guy, right? And where the GM is not rolling. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like it won't be that quick. It, it'll be somewhere in the middle. Because because um, for you tactics is interesting, right? Like yeah, like, and I think I I oftentimes say like with PBTA games, I think they're actually very hard to run combat in them. Like I don't th- I don't advise people to do them as one of your first combat games because it's so strange, like the popcorn initiative thing and like the GM not rolling. And I'm not saying that they don't; it's impossible, but they don't feel as tactically satisfying cool. as some other games can. And for you, I know tactics is interesting. Like not only fast and cool combat, but like the tactical element. Tactically interesting too. Yeah, like um, because for me, it's one of those things where I don't want to make a choice between telling a cool story and then playing a cool game. Right. I play a role-playing game because it's a role-playing game. <laughs> like, yeah. Like the RP is in lowercase and the G is capitalized. <laughs> you know, like I want to play a game where I am role playing in. Right. You know, uh, so all of the mechanics in Tidebreaker facilitate role playing in a game. Yeah. You know what I mean? The game stuff influences the role playing, the role playing stuff influences the game. They're in harmony. Right. Like they're not two separate things. Uh, people like to talk about mechanics versus fluff. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or mechanics versus narrative. It's got to be a narrative game or it's got to be a crunchy game. Yeah. No, you're wrong. <laughs> no, you're wrong. This hill, this day, fight me. Right. <laughs> um, because, because, like, I believe that, like, yo, if your game is whack, you have shit mechanics. Why am I playing your game? Mm. <laughs> you know? Like, that's not a hot take. That is no, facts. I hear you. <laughs> like, if your game is whack, why am I playing your game? You know, like, sell me on your game. Why would I not be playing something else? You know, like, like I could be playing Honey Heist right now. Yeah. Like, shout out to, to Grant, because I see the heart game in the background. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, um, yeah. Haven't read heart, have read Honey Heist. Honey Heist is dope. Honey Heist has good mechanics. Honey Heist has a good setting. Honey Ice is a good game, and it's two pages long, you know? Yeah. But sure. um, I don't think Grant chose between mechanics or fluff there right? when, when he was writing that shit. He said, I want to write a cool game about fucking bears robbing people. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then he did. <laughs> and then it became, like, the biggest physical game on itch.io, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it's always like, about yo, beating that bear. You always have to, be- to fight the bear. Yeah, fight the bear, man. Play Tekken. It, it always comes <laughs> That's back to true. <laughs> I forgot there's a bear in Tekken. There's a bear in Tekken, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, like like I said, Tide Tidebreaker is a game that wants you to feel good about playing it. I love you know? that. Yeah, so it's like all the mechanics are there to make you feel like a badass, right? Yeah, and where it doesn't do that on its own it inspires other players to make sure that their friends are feeling like a badass Mm -hmm. via like our showstopper mechanic is the primary thing that does that right so like you're like hey man 
like I punched a guy and like your friends are kind of like cool. But you're like, yo, like I jumped up and I punched him so hard he fell into the dirt and a cloud like popped up out of the ground. And then people are like, yeah. Better. <laughs> 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 and you get extra dice for that. So you're just kind of like, it's okay to show off. I'm not like making the turns unnecessarily long and I'm getting a mechanical benefit out this. You say, ooh, mechanical incentive. <gasps> Ding! There you go. Because, like, I, I've heard the horror stories of people in D, like, playing D&D who want to do, like, even something as simple as, like, I jump over the rock and, like, throw my blade at the person. And it's like, well, first you gotta do this, and then you gotta do this. And it's I don't know if you, have the, if you have the feet that lets you do that. And it's like, come on, yeah, just let he, me jump over gotta the rock. you gotta be trained to do that, and throwing a sword makes it an improvised weapon, and the sword is not balanced for throwing, so there's three more checks for that. One for the dex check to get over the rock, one for the strength check to throw the weapon, and one for you probably fumbling it and falling on your ass and making a death save to not, not shattering your ankle. Yeah, exactly. Her. Yeah, for hopping over a <laughs> pebble it's so it it makes me think about like the concept of challenge then like so because your game is about like style stylistic cool feeling badass like for me i lean so heavy into the power fantasy vibe with my games like i just want players to feel almost invincible and i know that like that's not for everybody so like how do you feel about like challenge in games like do you want the players to because I, I feel like with a, a fighting game and what you mentioned earlier, you, you're looking for somebody to challenge you. So, like, is that captured a little bit in Tidebreaker or is it like, now nah, we're going to just whoop, whoop The options are there. Okay. The options are there. Because, like, um, Tidebreaker, I write mostly for me, but I also want other people to play it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't, I don't write things set in stone in that way, but I give tools for gms to do that um personally my gming style is i i like the players winning yeah. more often than not because i just want them to feel good right you know uh but occasionally you have to throw curveballs at them because otherwise they get bored right um in my experience that that happens all the time it's like yo if i'm curb stopping everything what do my abilities mean right you know like, like, why are these any better than anything else if they all function at exactly the same level of efficiency? Right. You know, so occasionally you have to be like, hey, man, this bad guy here, like, he flies. So figure right. it out. <laughs> you know, like, uh, hopefully, like, that gives the guy that has a ranged attack to shine, that gives the melee dude an opportunity to do a cool trick where suddenly he finds a rope and he yanks that motherfucker down right. out of the air <laughs> smashes him down grabs him and starts pounding him like an mma fighter you know what i'm saying <laughs> and it's like yeah you thought you was gonna get away you ain't getting away from shit <laughs> 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 and there's my showstopper chat i got him to laugh there you go, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um but you know when you when you do those small curveballs and it's not like a haha gotcha kind of shit right it's a Hey, I'm giving you an opportunity to think and be creative. Right. I love you know that. What I'm saying? I think that's huge. I think that's like that's what I try that's what I, I like as well. Is like I, I'm with you. I like players for the most part winning, but if you do just truly give it like if you just give them the win every single time, then it's like, why are we playing? Like, why do I have these dice? Why do I have any of this stuff? Like we could just be like 
telling a story together instead of playing a game. Yeah, and like, you... there's no tension there. Right. You know, like, outside of the die roll that, like, you know your friends did it, so they min-maxed it, so they're going to get the die rolls every time anyway. Or you're playing with the guy that's afraid to, like, engage with the mechanics, and he goes, and he ha- he's hiding behind that, oh, man, but being a failure is really interesting. So, like... I'm just going to suck on purpose because that's who my character is. <laughs> um, which is like, it's it's valid to play a character that's not a fucking ace, right? right? At everything. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's perfectly fine. I play those characters all the time. You know what I'm saying? But like, I feel like it's like the opposite end of the guy that like people tend to complain about for like just going and taking all the spotlight. Right. You know what I'm saying? Where it's just like, if you're like not engaging at all, you know what I'm saying? Right. And it's just like you're being boring and toxic for a different reason. You know what I'm saying? Where it's just like, yo, like we're telling stories of heroes. Be a goddamn hero. Right. You know, it's like the same thing where like people are like, hey, man, we're telling stories of good characters delving through dungeons. Don't be the dude that plays the chaotic evil guy just to piss off the paladin. Right. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's in that same book. That makes sense. You know sense. what I'm saying? Yeah, that's totally different right. chapter, same book. Um, but yeah, that's, that's a side digression. Um, the, the whole point of that is that like you're, you're staying, like, you don't want to just give them the victories. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you want to be on the side of your players, but give them opportunities to shine. Yeah. Totally. You know, and, and there's different tools for that challenge is just one of them. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, it's just having them have a spotlight moment, give them a chance to chat because like, like I said, like I was just shitting on the guy that's being shy. Right. Mm. But that shy guy might just want to watch. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's cause there's a, there's an opposite side of the coin. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, and sometimes you have to be able to talk to your players and meet them where they're at, you know, hundred percent. And I think sometimes that the shy guy is like, yo, like you're playing with another guy and it's like boom bastic like me. You know what I'm saying? Um <laughs> and they're like, hey, you know, he's doing his thing, he's having fun, I don't want to butt in. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. But and then it's like you gotta find something to like where they can feel like they're valid, you know, yeah. and that's that's the important thing right sometimes they just want to be quiet they're not there they're low energy for the day let them have their fun let them watch but um if it's more of like a hey i want to but i have an obstacle then get together and try to find a way around the obstacle right or through it because you know we time breakers we break shit <laughs> you know fuck that obstacle punch it <laughs> <laughs> Use the shrapnel to kill a whole bunch of mooks while you're at it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then, and then have your mage like snap his fingers and make the rocks explode into like lava. Like, <laughs> I gotta, um, I gotta play a game with you, Nick, because you said that you're like the bombastic player, and I want to just sit at a table, and I would be the guy who would just watch and be like, "Fuck yeah, Nick's having a great time, and I'm having a great time too because <laughs> of it." <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I, I, I believe, I believe in being entertaining. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like every time I do uh, an interview or something. Like I was just telling my girlfriend before I go, I was like, I gotta go, I gotta go perform now. Mm. You know, so it's like if I don't feel like the person I am talking to is having fun and the chat's not having fun, like I'm not doing my job. Um, you know. Yeah. I so, 
Well, chat is having like, fun. You, you've you already convinced Cat to pre-order Tidebreaker because of our talk about uh, tactics and cool combat. So it is working. Fabulous. <laughs> Holla at me. Join the Discord. Discord link's in my bio. Follow my blade on Twitter. Get at me. Um, thank you for your support. <laughs> Appreciate it. Yo, but um, but like like I was saying, like it's a performance, yeah. you know? Like like I'm, I'm keeping it in a buck here. Like if I'm performing, I'm still being me. You know yeah. what I mean? It's not like I'm trying to be fake about it. Um but like but like yo like you as a gm as a player i feel like you're there for your table mm. you know what i'm saying so um if that means putting on a show for your friends do that if that means just supporting your friends because they're not like they're not vibing you know what i mean then support them if they just need the space then fuck off right because that's supporting <laughs> them too right. <laughs> Uh, but like tiebreaker mechanically is built to help um, facilitate that uh, through the stunt system, through having like the like the tricks allow you to build upon your character. Because some mm -hmm. people aren't going to like immediately mm -hmm. click with shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like you could have a more experienced player. Like, hey man, that dude's flying. Maybe add range to your next attack. Mm -hmm. I can do that. Yeah. You're a soldier. You have a gun, don't you? I do have a gun. <laughs> <laughs> or like, you know, you're the fucking Hulk, aren't you? Throw something at right. me. <laughs> you know, and then you have ranged. You know what I mean? Or you're the Flash. Just like walk, fly up the wall and then like spring off and kick him like fucking Rock Lee style. <laughs> you know, take... Take the training weights off, Rock. You can catch Gara. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> that was a weave. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, Dino Fuzz mentions the the banana showstoppers that uh, Nick and I have seen just makes the game so exciting. It's, I mean, it sounds like it. It's like I, if you love, like flashy cool like badass combat like it's you gotta you gotta play this game you gotta get this game and you gotta like nick is there like a are there places where people can like see the game play like do you have like streams of it anywhere because i want to like i first of all i just want to watch you play this game because i think it would be super fun to watch <laughs> hey hey there's two weeks left on black history month I am available on Sundays, Mondays, and Tuesdays. If you want to see me play the game and you got a stream, there you go. Holla at me. There we go. <laughs> um, but nah, for for like, you know what I'm saying? For the here and now though, um during the Kickstarter campaign, we uh partnered with uh with uh Burst of Hope and Ke uh, Kiana, Kiana mm -hmm. S uh mm -hmm. to do Archon. Um, and they ran that on the, on tiebreaker. So, um, hell yeah. Yeah. Utopia. Shout out to Utopia. Utopia is awesome. They, uh, yeah, they, uh, they, they helped us out, um, like big time there. So the Utopia stream, pretty good one for that. Um, I think Penny for a tail ran it too. Oh, sick. But if they did it, I know mentioning them is about to, about to run it, run it again. Oh wait, nope. Drop the drop the rabbit out of the hat. Wrong idiom. 
Fuck. <laughs> Cat's got my tongue. No! <laughs> that shit hurts. Cats have claws. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, like, there's, there's streams of us playing it. Yeah. Um, Jeff fucking Stormer. Ever since I um, played with him, I always call him Jeff fucking Stormer because it's Jeff fucking Stormer. Because you have to, yeah. Yeah, Jeff is the man. Um, yeah, but I, we was on Party of One, so there's a Party of One episode with me running tiebreaker for him. Oh, yeah. uh, he he suplexes a robot. It's pretty awesome. What more could you need in life? The ending, which I won't spoil. Ooh, ooh, <laughs> ooh. Watch the Party of One episode. It's pretty dope. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, big, uh, big shout out to Jeff fucking Stormer. Uh, the Party of One podcast Jeff is very good. Stormer. <laughs> and w- definitely worth checking out. Um, you mentioned the idea that Tidebreaker is going to have like an open license or something. Uh, what's, yeah. what's going on there? Tell me about this. I always like yeah, a license in SRD. I gotta do like the, the contract joints for or whatever, um, for like probably going to do it under like creative commons or some shit like that. Yeah. But, uh, as far as I'm concerned, like hack that shit now, yo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as long as you put the logo on that shit, I got the logo just sitting on the website like just fucking copy and paste it like nice. i don't care if you really need the actual file just you know dm me i'm on discord <laughs> but um <laughs> but but like the final version of tiebreaker is going to have a system called groups okay um and the group system is pretty much just like like specific directions for how you can take tiebreakers individual mechanics and mutate them to fit any theme that you want as long as it's somewhat involving punching people like (laughs) you know it's it's an action game like if you want to do action noir action supers action fucking soul plane you know i mean like (laughs) um action soul plane meets snakes on a plane like i'm tired of these snoop dogs on my motherfucking plane (laughs) what a hell of a pitch that is (laughs) like yeah like we got we got that you know what i'm saying um let me let me pop the document open right quick yeah get you all that sneak peek because i mean i'm a I, i love srds or i love games that have these sorts of creative commons licenses and stuff like that so I'm like, are you imagining this is the sort of thing that people are making like, uh, yeah, make your own shit, just like a whole like a whole ass game out of like inspired by the Tidebreaker engine, essentially. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, like the way the grooves are supposed to work is you pretty much you take them, you you get your setting, you do whatever you want with it, and then you're like, hey, Tidebreaker doesn't support this, like directly mm. but here's my groove so you add these um rules changes to it and then you just apply the rest of tidebreaker to it like verbatim you right. know what i'm saying so you just be like hey i want to make my my ninja game where like we have to do like uh stealth but we're also tracking how many shurikens we have or mm. how many jutsus we're doing if you're going like more like the magical kind of ninjas and shit you know what I mean? And then seeing how much noise that makes or blah, 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 blah. And you want to make specific rules for that by altering our existing stealth rules. You know? Yeah. Do your ninja groove. If you wanted to make it Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and say that <laughs> kicking vanilla ice off of the fucking <laughs> stage gets you some bonus dice, do that. 
You know, you, you put that, that in the front of your book. You know, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I mean, that's a free idea, chat. If you want to make a TMNT groove, go for it. You have my blessing. That's the whole point of that. <laughs> nice. You know, uh, how do you how do you share screens? I want to like show. Uh, folks. Ba, ba, ba. I think at the bar, uh, like if you click on the like present now. Yeah. That should, yeah, that should uh, do it. Tab, bong, share that. All right, so check this out. Um, so here's the template, right? You have the name, you have the purpose, the targets, and the details, right? The name is it's it's a name. Okay. Like, like don't think too hard about that. I won't. <laughs> uh, the purpose is more of just kind of like like I said, like hey, I want to like implement shit that is featured in TMNT, or I'm trying to do like a particular genre. Like I mentioned film noir I'm a huge fan of that. Right. Uh, but like, Hey, I want to do like a sailor moon kind of game where like, we're fighting for love in the daylight kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? And like tiebreaker, but make it kind of, kind of joint, you know what I'm saying? Like that's your purpose. Right. And the targets are going to be the specific rules alterations that you're making. Okay. Mm. Um, so like you're saying, hey, I'm changing this in chapter one, this in chapter four, and this in chapter six or something. So okay. it's just like technical writing documentation, but simplified. Yeah. And then the details are what you're actually doing. So um, and the grooves don't have to be complicated. Like, like, see this one, uh, Lightbreakers, the first one I made. Right. Um, so the purpose, like, hey, like I want to make guns hurt more mm. because like the standard tiebreaker character is like bullets. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I changed the attrition rules, which is uh, the standard attrition rules in Tidebreaker because we have a up, down, out health system where, okay. like, if you're up, you're fine. If you're down, you're basically fine. You can still act normally, but, like, hey, ouch, that hurt. And out, like, you can only move or act. Gotcha. But anytime you counterattack, you bounce back to up. So what attrition does is all the um, successes that are rolled against you increase the DR for you to bounce back up again. Ah, uh, okay, gotcha. Yeah, then we change the ranged function, which is like, hey, my thing is now a gun and the cover system. So the details is that any ranged attack automatically crits. And a crit <laughs> in Tidebreaker is um, if you were go from up to down, you're now going from up to out. If you went from down to out, you're down to dead. Mm. <laughs> um, attrition doesn't go away. And uh, cover gets blown up if it exceeds the DR, where a cover will normally just sit there forever. Um, so now guns are dangerous, like with very simple alterations there. Yeah. Um, and then we have some other stuff, like I did stuff for spies, stuff for like Phoenix kind of shit, um, stuff for like, hey, do I want to be even more like Dr. Doom? Um, <laughs> like, we have lots and lots and lots of rules for making your bad guys absolutely absurd. Um, and then we have things for being like that thief in Skyrim that mm. just betrays everybody, including having a fence. Like, uh, so you can hope some fence. This yeah, rocks. Can. This fucking rocks. <laughs> yeah. And um, we have some guest spots uh, from, from Meg Baker from Pocklet's World. Holy shit. Uh, nice. Yeah. That's hers. Uh, me and her worked on that together. And then we have a few from Gabe Hicks. And so he did Phoenix Breaker. Mm. He did Limiter Breaker. And then he did Undead Breaker. Um, and I 
think we have one from Monkey's Paws games. I'll check that later. Sure. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> but he did a lot of the the tables um in the game. Mm. So like those are those are pretty cool. Oh my god, the tables. I have to show you the tables. Uh Aaron Clooney, my fucking hero, like the dude that uh taught like basically indirectly taught me how to make games uh, through his work on Thrash RPG. Uh he's a huge fan of making tables and shit. Okay. And so I was like, Aaron, if I throw a bunch of money at you, will you give me the dopest tables in the business? And he was like, Hells yeah. Seems like a good deal. <laughs> Yeah, so like these aren't actually in the actual book yet. Can you see this window? Uh, I just or... see the Phoenix Breaker. We're still on the. Oh, okay. there we go. Yeah, now I see it. Yeah, so check this out. Um, he this is name generators for different for different fucking um genres. Like I said, like film noir stuff. Oh, so like nice. you could d sixty sits. You roll twenty three. You can be like, hey, I am Dina, and then roll like a sixty two. Dina Tate. That's my name. Mm. Uh, Dina Tate. I'm wearing a red dress, and I give hard-boiled detectives a hard time nice. <laughs> um but we have shonen stuff so i this is your japanese guy name mm. or check or, or but nb whatever right um you know everybody's valid uh superhero names so you have for your civilians so your regular regular american names and your code names for now you can be black bolt uh, yeah. yeah, actually, yo, yo, he actually yeah, dead ass did Black Bolt right next to <laughs> right each next other. To each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like we have things for for locations. So like, if you want to work at a shady bar or something like that, you got that in your places and your um, different residents for your locations. So if you want to like like have like a prostitute for a heart of gold, shout out to Julia Roberts. Um, I love uh, pretty woman reference, like guys. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, so you got that, um, your resonant descriptors. So like, so like, you know, maybe they're prissy, maybe they're dangerous, or they're an upstanding citizen mm. and stuff. But we have that for noir, we have that for shonen, we have that for supers, right? So there's a lot of stuff there. And people uh, during the playtesting in the alpha version were like, hey, like, we want more examples, we want more things for what our weapons and powers can be. So like, you want to make a hypersonic ring blade? course obviously go for it tell me what a hypersonic ring blade is we have the examples in the final book that you can pair along with these tables so if you don't have inspiration we have got several d66 tables full of inspiration for you coming in the next and final update uh courtesy of aaron like we have more traits and whatever like there is tons and tons of shit dang i'm waiting for you in the final version of tiebreaker um like you know like the kickstarter i i'm spending the money as wisely as i can and a lot of that is saying hey look at these really talented people that you've already heard of they're doing work here <laughs> uh, again like shout out to gay picks like yeah speaking of super talented people <laughs> uh you know but like we've got we've got tools man we've got tools hell yeah i mean i i'm always looking for like those fast tables that I can roll on just to get like a quick name, a quick, whatever, just to like, cause sometimes, you know, most of the time I can, I can get it off the top of the dome, but sometimes my brain is just like, I got nothing quick. Give me a, give me that table. Uh, so I yeah, I use uh fantasy name generators.com a lot too. Yeah. For specifically that thing. That shit's like my, my lifesaver when I can't improv stuff, which is rare. I'm pretty good at improv. I think. 
I, like, I like to think I am. Sometimes you just need it. Sometimes you just need that little boost, that little burst. I used to, I used to tell this kid that I was mentoring, like, uh, <laughs> I was speaking of like, oh man, I think like the not say shit like that. I was like, yo man, like if you're going to be like in business, like you got to come at that shit like a fucking rapper. Like you are mm. the best in this game, you know? Right. Um, no question. I had a thought about that too. It was like, yo, like the funny thing about the, the term goat, right? Greatest of all time. Yeah. Like um, verbatim, there should be one. But right. like I was thinking about it and eventually the word started to mutate mm-hmm. in meaning, right? Um, due to cultural appropriation, but I'm not going to do this in a negative spin. <laughs> um, because rappers themselves were just calling like, yo, he's the goat, he's the goat, he's mm-hmm. the goat. And I'm like, yo, it's okay to tie. We could all be goats. That'd be pretty cool. So I'm saying, like, if you do this business, you know what I'm saying? Like, I I, t- I used to tell my homie, like, yo, man, you got to act like you the goat. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you got to pitch your shit. Like, yo, tiebreaker is the dopest, bar none. You, or tied with Nova. Nova's oh, pretty dope, wow. too. Okay. <laughs> we can both be goats. We can both be goats. See? Like, <laughs> you know, like I'm in a I'm in a like 30-way tie with a whole bunch of other really good developers. There's a lot of there's but, a lot of goats out there right now. A lot of goats out there, but nobody does what I do better than me. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, I am I am the goat at doing my shit. Yeah. Until somebody else does a fucking tactical narrative like, combat shit, like whatever, all the pitch I did. Y'all heard it earlier. <laughs> it was perfect. The <laughs> Until first somebody time. does. Yeah, it was perfect the first time. I'm running out of juice. <laughs> that that boathouse still worn off. I'm back on water. Like, <laughs> oh, no. The water don't hit the same. Yo. The water does not hit the same. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know what I mean? It's just like, hey, yo, like, Whatever your niche niche is, yeah, you are the best at it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and you gotta you gotta come at come at it that way. Every time you talk to people, you like, nigga, I'm the shit. <laughs> my game's the shit. Everything I write is dope. Even on my bad days, my shit dope. I, you know what I'm saying? I love that. I fucking love that. Cause I yeah, yeah. I I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, I ain't gonna hold you, yo. I, I have imposter syndrome like a motherfucker. I be talking about that shit on Twitter all the time, yeah. but like, but like, like I said, I'm performing right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know what I mean? So like, some of it is just fucking like machismo and bravado or whatever. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying. But like I said, like you gotta hit that shit like a motherfucking rapper. Like I'm out here spinning. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I got bars. Drop the beat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Drop the beat. I spit heat on these streets. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I dress neat, I throw fucking bottles and shit. Like nigga, yeet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm practicing my freestyles because um, this I was is a, talking to, a great platform to do that on. <laughs> to my my homie CD Guanzan. He oh yeah. Wrote, uh, n- 99 cent chambers of death and you gotta have bars to be playing that game so i was like yo we're gonna play that game one day and i'm about to wreck everybody's shit you know what i'm saying (laughs) 
Like, get me on stream playing 99 cents. I'm about dropping bars for days. Like, and I'm about to be sitting in the shower, like, with a rhyming dictionary, like fucking like Eminem. Like, lyrical, miracle, hysterical, ferical? That's not a word. But it could be. <laughs> if you say it with enough confidence, I'll believe that it's a word. Lyrical, miracle, hysterical, Ferris cool, talking about a faucet. That's not it, but I'm hot shit. <laughs> Go off the top with any topic. <laughs> okay, we need, this needs to happen. It needs to be a stream. I need to be able to see this. This sounds amazing. <laughs> Hell yes. Um, yeah, it's like ever since that conversation last night, I'm just like rhyme, 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 rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> always be rhyming. Um, yeah. Hell yeah. Well, Nick, this has been like. An absolute blast. You're out of boathouse. I'm out of coffee. Uh, is there anything else that you wanted to like to talk about? Is there anything else burning at the top of your brain? Burning at the top of my brain? I mean, shit. I didn't already shut shit off the top of my brain. That was the whole point of that last little we segment go. we did. <laughs> it was pretty nah, damn good. But, nah, but for real though, um, I just I just want to make sure that people are taking care of themselves. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, like we out in a pandemic right now you know what i mean and like you gotta be nice be nice to folks and i'm not talking about that toxic positivity shit like when they get act up like hang that motherfucker <laughs> but like um other than that though like we gotta be supportive of of the of the crew you know what i'm saying like i ain't about that fucking hashtag ttrpg family shit i don't know y'all motherfuckers but yeah but um Different topic. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a whole two-hour episode. A whole, right whole two-hour episode on just that. <laughs> but, like, you know, my closing notes is, like, for the folks that you do know, for your folks that are mutuals, you know what I'm saying, people supporting you, like, yo, take care of them, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, um, because, cause like, we, we got to do this shit for each other, you know what I mean? Like, lift each other up, like, um. That's part of the message I'm trying to I'm trying to um, pimp out the most with with my games. You know what I'm saying? Like I said earlier, like my games are about supporting the players, and I, I mean that from a personal level. You know what I'm saying? Like we build in our communities. You know what I'm saying? Communities are built on like relationships where people are taking the time to like check up on each other and like do for things other than yourself. Mm. You know what I mean? So I put my shit out there and I'm like, yeah, I mean, it's free marketing if you write my grooves or whatever. But like I wrote all that advice in there because I know motherfuckers are out here trying to make games. But, you know, they ain't really like wanting to do mechanics like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I said, yo, use mine because I know a lot of motherfuckers are a lot more comfortable writing fluff in settings. I'm not. <laughs> I like I'm not a setting guy, you know. Right. Like I hire motherfuckers to do that. <laughs> right. Get get me get at me next time we do a Kickstarter so I can do some setting shit for the book. <laughs> if oh, you're yeah. one of those kind of dudes, you know what I'm saying? But if you want to push it out on your own, though, you know, like I put the those mechanics in there, all that advice in there to write better mechanics so people can make games for themselves. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um but it's a it's a mutual helping each other kind of joint. You know what I'm saying? Like I get some free promotion out of that, but you get products. Right. You know, like you get that little sense of validation and shit where it's like, hey, like, yo, I did that shit. And you ain't gotta thank me. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
even though that's that feels that feels cocky in its own right. That feels like I'm being like a little no. like disingenuous. I feel like like I'm kind of like kicking myself in the foot for like talking like that. But but like because like why did I pitch it into my own shit? You know what I'm saying? Like fuck my shit. You know what I'm saying? Like but but take care of yourself is the thing. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I hear you. I, like, don't, I don't think you, you know, like, out as cocky. And yeah, I agree with Sam and Chad. I think some cockiness is good. I think some cockiness could be could be a good thing. But it's more it's just like I was trying to do a tie-in when uh, I should have just been spitting facts is uh, where I'm just like where like I'm fucking up. You know, like like take everything about me personally aside, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and apply it to taking care of you and taking care of your homies. Yeah. That's that's all I meant. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like Support your community. You know what I'm saying? Don't matter if I'm in it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, but support yours. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I love that's that. all I got. I love that. I think that's a that's a fantastic message to end this off. I do need one more message from you though, because uh, Tidebreaker is fucking amazing, and people need to be able to to go find it. So, where's like the best place folks can uh, like follow you or figure out more about Tidebreaker? Let's like put links in chat i'll put links in all the descriptions of stuff so where 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 should people find you online nick and tidebreaker and back to self-promotion mode there we go <laughs> uh follow me at follow my blade on twitch uh all of my links are pretty much right there um so like you can get the tiebreaker on the hosted link on my profile uh, my Discord is right in my bio. Like everything that you need to know about me, right there. Like I don't even got no link tree because I only got three links and they all fit within that 169 characters or some shit they gave me. <laughs> 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 but yeah, just follow me on Twitter, yo. Like follow me on Twitter. Everything else you need, the uh, tiebreaker pre-orders, the tiebreaker Discord, the tiebreakerrpg.com website, right, right up in that shit. You know what I'm saying? Click that shit. Click the follow button. Know what I mean? Hell yeah. Like, like my post. <laughs> Help me beat this algorithm. <laughs> Do it. The algorithm is not our friend. We got to beat it. The algorithm is not your friend. We got to smash it. And we got to look good while we're smashing it. AKA use tiebreaker. Uh, yeah, yeah. Use tiebreaker. Write some tiebreaker grooves. <laughs> I'm, I am 100% going to do that because it sounds amazing. It sounds super fun. Um. Yeah. Oh, oh, you know what? The one thing that I don't have linked in my, my bio yeah. is the quick start. Oh. Yeah, let me grab that real quick. Okay, yeah, mm. absolutely. Where the fuck did yeah, I put it? Yeah, for folks it? who are interested in knowing, like seeing it right away. Seeing it right away and you got to wait for point. me more <laughs> than the couple of seconds it's going to take for me to find the damn file. <laughs> Good but timing. should be I should be quicker with that. Nah, you got it. Don't worry about it. All right, here's the quick start. I found it. Heck yeah. Quick start. And where is our chat? There's so a I can chat like in the with the right. There's like a little message button next to like the people. Yeah, I see it. Bong, there it is. Boom. Copy this link. Toss it in chat there. There you go. Chat, it's in chat. I will have that in descriptions for things so folks can get into Tiebreaker right away. Because you got to get it. Spoiler alert. The fun thing about the Tiebreaker Quick Start is it itself is a groove. <laughs> so if you want to see how the grooves operate, play the Quick Start because it's, it's an alteration of the actual Tiebreaker rule set. Oh, yeah. I love that. I love that. Show off the groove stuff right away and show off the concept of the system. Um, yeah. 
Well, Nick, this has been awesome. I have had a blast like learning about Tiebreaker, talking about cool combat and stuff like that. Uh, folks in chat were having a great time as well, so super appreciate you being here. This this was a, a ton of fun. Um, for folks watching along uh, or listening along, Coffee Break will be back next week. Uh, I will be sitting down with Jay Dragon. Uh, hey, my homie! I can't wait to talk to Jay. Um, we're gonna talk Jay about big homie. we're gonna talk about a whole bunch of cool stuff. Um, I think we might have a second guest. I don't know. We're still waiting to confirm that, but that is next week. And then Babblegum Sam, who is in chat, is gonna be here uh, the week after that to talk about Lumen Rider, uh, the the game that is up on itch uh, funding right now. A very cool uh lumen game yo 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 follow babblegum yeah if y'all like me follow babblegum me and babblegum are like like we we like very similar personalities very similar game development style um babblegum's funnier than me though (laughs) Uh, i don't know nick you're pretty funny you're pretty this has been a, a blast so I'll see it when I when I'm talking with Sam in two weeks. I'll compare. I'll think about it. I'll I, I feel like I feel like I feel like Sam Sam can keep up the energy long, longer than me though. Oh, I see. Well, I can't stay yeah, much like, longer than an hour. Anyway, like on the so. on the Twitter on the on, on the uh, Sam's Twitter, it's like it's very consistent. Oh, yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Hell yeah. Um. Well, awesome. This has been great. Thank you, Nick. Thank you, everybody at home listening, watching all that. We will see you all next week. Have yourselves a great rest of the day. Bye, everybody. Deuces.